This is your host, Patrick Young, Associate Co-Convener at NISM, and today we chat with Dr. Katherine Anderson-Levitt. Catherine, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? I'm coming from a very different background than probably any of the other people you've interviewed before. Well, I'm a cultural anthropologist, so my job is to try to understand how things make sense to people in different contexts. And I am not somebody who's in the job of reforming education. So I'm not here to give advice to people about what's the best way to do things. So my, my goal is just to understand what is this reform all about and what, do, how, what does it mean in different parts of the world? So in some ways, it's like what Esther Kerr has done when she's looked around the world. The difference being that she's maybe gung-ho to see this reform move forward. And I'm more, wow, what is this? Why are so many people spending so much time working on this? What, where is it headed? Where does it come from? Who does it benefit? That kind of thing. And drawing on, on your, your very rich background, certainly you're very well aware of the fact that among different languages, cultures, and contexts, there can be uh, a lot of linguistic equivalence to terms like competencies and transversal and the like. Um, do you think that this point is an obstacle to how these terms are used or implemented in different contexts? Well, it's true that there are different words for for this for whatever it is that we're talking about. So what gets called what often gets called 21st century skills in the United States is called compétence in France and is usually called competencias in the Spanish speaking world and so on. Um, in, in the issue that we, we co-edited in comparative education, there's a nice discussion of the actual translation of the word in Swedish by our colleagues and Andreas Norton and, and, Norton and uh, Daniel Sundberg. So it's always, it's always difficult to translate the words themselves. But even if you could agree on using a single term, I think my larger point is that, that the concept, the basic concept is not the same from one group of thinkers to the next. I've looked at reports of apparent competency-based reforms in countries in many parts of the world. And in the 1990s, Japan instituted a reform uh, that has been interpreted by a lot of observers and by the OECD as developing students' competencies. What the reform is actually called, in Japanese, it's ikiro chikara, which gets translated as zest for living. So how you get... (laughs) So somebody sees that as an equivalent to the notion of competencies because allegedly it's about... uh, uh, helping students develop eagerness to learn, good learning habits, active, active learning, maybe learning how to learn. And so many people agree around the world that we need this re- reform to help students learn something beyond the basic disciplines, the basic subject matter that school seems to be reasonably good at teaching. But when you say, but what exactly do the students need to learn? then the list of skills or dispositions or abilities that you get is very different from one place to another. There's some overlap. So what are we talking about? There's this movement for worldwide reform, and yet 
it's clearly defined differently in every place that you go. It, one of the articles that's interesting and relevant to this in the issue in comparative education is by Professor Dong and, and Peng from China, who explicitly compared China's recent reform or reform goals with um, the framework that has been promoted in the United States by a nonprofit organization, uh, P21 organization. And they say, sure, there are some similarities. We can find you know, some of the goals in China, like rational thinking, critical questioning, and courageous inquiry look sort of like critical thinking and problem solving as listed by the United States. But China also includes goals that these authors say really come from the Confucian background, not to mention China's socialist aspirations. And so, for example, humanistic literacy, aesthetic taste, enjoying and excelling in learning, cherishing life, okay, as a, as a 21st century skill, right? And then in addition, um, national identity alongside international understanding. So whereas you may get other countries promoting global competence, but, but China is saying, yes, but also we want our students to appreciate China. What is agreed upon across countries is something very, very vague and broad and is really just a almost a stimulus to encourage countries to go back and do a great deal of work to rethink their curriculum and the learning goals and the whole purpose of education to begin with. This, so the 21st century skills reform for me is sort of like deja vu. Again, it's, <laughs> we're talking the same talk and letting it mean something very, very different in different places, which is, which is as it should be because local educators need to work with local contexts, but it does mystify me sometimes that we can manage to continue to have the global discourse and pretend that we're talking about the same thing. So if you're looking, it's not going to do us a lot of good just to find a single word that we're all going to latch onto because the word is going to continue to take on lots of different meanings. Thank you, Catherine. I find something poetic in your comments about the global discourse around terminology like cell, life skills, transversal skills, and competencies and the like. I latch on to the point that at the heart of this discourse is that search for shared meaning and understanding, even if cultural differences lead to fundamentally different interpretations. Now, how do you as an anthropologist see this initiative to develop an international perspective on transversal skills and competencies? In one sense, an international perspective is new. I mean, yes, educators, national leaders in education have often visited other countries and looked for good ideas. That is true. But, but the sense that that there is one best way or one best system around the world is a new idea, I think. Because of course, as you know, first of all, mass education systems are new, right? 
literacy was only de developed a mere 5,000 years ago, which is like the last 5% of human life on earth. So, you know, let alone now mass schooling is something that's only begun to develop within the last 100 to 200 years max. So um, we're talking about new phenomena, but as you know, mass education was in many ways a national product and was it was about teaching certain competencies beyond the subject matter, right? In a way, because in a way it's, it's also been about teaching national identity. Now we're trying something new. People are trying to promote the idea of global citizenship or global competence. That may be one of the few competencies that people have not managed already to learn on their own. Again, from an anthropologist's point of view, to say that human beings need to be taught how to be collaborative is kind of funny because cooperation and collaboration is how human beings survived across the millennia. Likewise, critical thinking and problem solving is, of course, our, our human survival skill. And anthropologists, I mean, it's easy to say that in general, but actually there are beautiful uh, studies showing how this adult may fail the paper and pencil test you give him or the computer-based test that you give her in PISA, but in real-life situations are actually able to do the kind of thinking that that test was getting at. Again, thank you for our chat. Now, you know we're very excited about the upcoming VNIES Learning Transversal Competencies in ASEAN Countries and Their Neighbors, the conference coming this December. For our listeners, please see the NISM website at www.nism.org and our Twitter for more. To finish our chat, Catherine, what do you look forward to at the conference? Well, I, I certainly look forward to learning more about perspectives of colleagues in the, in the Southeast Asian part of the world. So I, I am looking forward to this as an opportunity to learn.